What's up, everyone from all around the world, including Canada, USA, Long Island, plus the five boroughs of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, and Queens. I'm here to guide and help you about Anchor. Anchor is a free hosting site and phone app, which is owned by Spotify. It's the easiest, awesome way to make a podcast. Why are you wasting your money paying for a hosting site to promote your podcast with limited storages? Forget about it. Let me break it down to you. There's creation tools that allow you to record, edit, monetize, add music, intros, music outros, especially distribute your podcast to streaming platforms, uploading episodes with limited storages of your podcast right from your phones, computers, laptops, and tablets. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Plus, you get paid some money in your pocket from sponsorships. Excellent. These are the keys you need to make a podcast, including the listeners supporting your show. That way, you can listen to the episodes of my show, Off the Meat Rack Chain's New York podcast, the unfiltered comedy entertainment show about the stories mixed with entertainment news, music, real life segments, and much more. Now. Where can you find, follow, and listen to the show, you ask? You can follow the podcast on Facebook and Instagram, all in one word, off the Meat Rat Chains New York podcast. Alongside with my other show, Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast, and my primary handle, G Money Stacks 555 in Queens, New York. Now, the streaming platforms goes like this We are on Anchor. Audio Burst, Breaker, Podorama, Listen Notes, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, Podchaser, Pocket Cast, Podcast Addict, Player FM, TuneIn, Reason FM. We are on Podfriend, Podorama, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. If you have a dream of creating and becoming a podcaster like myself and individual friends that is co-hosting with me, go download the free Anchor app or you can check out anchor.fm to get started. Take advantage of the opportunity that's thrown in your face. If I could do it and reach success, so can you. I'm G Money Stacks. Thank you for listening. Let's go.
Yeah. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening, everyone from the USA, all over the world, Canada, Long Island, aka Strong Island, plus the five spots of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, and Queens. I'm your man, G Money Stacks, aka Lonely Nomad, aka the Greginator, the unstoppable independent podcaster, YouTuber, host with the most. And Rookie Podcaster of Queens, New York. And you are now listening and tuning in and rocking with the 121st episode of Off the Meat Rack Chains New York Podcast. We got a jam-packed show for you today with some topics. And we are live and direct from StreamYard alongside with the YouTube. And alongside of myself is the Instagram live feed of Off the Meat Rat Change New York podcast show page. So make sure you guys turn on your notifications because you never know when I might go on the air. So we are on the air on Wednesdays, Thursdays at 6, Saturdays at 10 p.m. All right. Just a little quick reminder. Another reminder. Go grab the subscribe button on the YouTube channel page. G Money Stacks 555. And make sure you tap on the noti noti bell so you can be reminded of when the show goes in the air live via live stream. Make sure, make sure you leave a like and a comment. Stay tuned for more um, upcoming episodes, more video content, previous episodes. Share the videos, share the podcast with your friends as well. And, of course, don't forget to download your favorite episodes as well. Um, I'll go over the um, the audio streaming platforms on the go at the end of the at the end of the show. So um, I got y'all. So. So, yeah. Now, first and first and foremost, um, let's get into a little mental health check in. Yes, this segment is about your well-being as well as myself and along with everybody else. So, um, how I'm doing mentally, physically, and spiritually, you ask? Well, for the most part, for the past two days, um, I've been kind of upset about two two things. Um, two things in particular. Um, the first one has to do with the outrageous um quarterly taxes um and the second one has to do with um with rob manford manfred excuse me who canceled the regular seasons of baseball which i'm not going to get into any particular specifics um i'll discuss all that at the at my other show the excellent, fun, vibrant podcast, the sports edition show. I'll discuss that on a future episode. So um, I'm going to save that so I don't have to worry about wasting it on here. So um, now, physically and spiritually, I am doing all right. Um, Despite what went down in Ukraine, which we will talk about this today in this episode. Um, I know it's been kind of traumatic and it's been kind of crazy and stuff. And of course, you know, 
with every you know what I'll get into what I feel about the Ukraine and and stuff like that when we get into the topic after 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 I do my um my mass transit news here so um we're gonna get into that first and foremost yeah so that's how I'm feeling physically and and spiritually I'm okay um the rest is just something else so we're gonna get into we're gonna get into New York mass transit files right here so um all right little explosion here All right. Um, here we go. Now, um, I've been saving the story since um, last month. Um, and this has to do with um, New York City subway safety plan. So this is according to ABC News right here. So listen to this for all the New Yorkers out there. Um, so New York City subway safety plans get going after a violent weekend. New York's latest plan to tackle both crime and homelessness in subways is rolling into action after police logged more than a half dozens half dozen attacks in trains and stations over the holiday weekend, which was President's Day. New York's latest plan to tackle both crime and homelessness homelessness in subways was rolling into action Monday after police logged more than a half dozen attacks in trains and stations over the holiday weekend. Mayor Eric Adams' plan announced Friday involves sending more police, mental health um, clinicians, and social service outreach workers into the sub the subways. Adams spokesperson Fabian Levy said Monday that a, a phased in implementation, no implement implementation was beginning. The plan notes that many people who use the subways for shelter need help, not handcuffs, but it says police will crack down on sleeping, littering, smoking, doing drugs, or hanging out in the system. It, it calls for clearing all passengers out of trains at the end of their lines in an approach that has waxed and waned over the years. What happened this weekend cannot be normal and reflects the need for the new strategy. Metropolitan Transportation Authority spokesperson Aaron Donovan said Monday, the state-controlled MTA runs the the subways people who would prey on new yorkers riding um transit should get the message that it's not going to be tolerated he said levy however advised new yorkers not to conflate isolated acts of violence on the subways with the issues of aiding those experiencing homelessness that the mayor's plan directly addresses <clears throat> Adams, a, a Democrat and one-time transit police officer who took 
office last month said Friday that allowing people to live on subways is cruel and inhumane to them and unfair to other, to other riders and transit workers. In quote, the days of turning a blind eye to this growing problem are over, said Adams, a former New York City police captain who campaigned on improving public safety. Uh, but Shelley Nortz, a deputy executive director of the nonprofit Coalition for the Homeless, cautioned against criminalizing homelessness and mental illness and suggested the city was uh, falling back on policing strategies that had failed in the past. In recent years, no, excuse me, hold on. Yes, in recent years, the city has veered between responding to concerns about crime in the subways and complaints about heavy-handed policing there. The, the last mayor, Democrat former, um, Bill de Blasio at times deployed more police into the system. So did Adams just last month. But in the weeks since a woman was pushed in front of a train <clears throat> and killed on the town square, a man was shoved a man was shoved onto the tracks and injured at a major hub in Lower Manhattan. And even the mayor said he didn't feel entirely safe riding the nation's busiest subway system. <laughs> yeah. Of course I <laughs> I would feel I'll feel a way too, man. Yo. <laughs> it carried more than five million riders on an average weekday before the coronavirus pandemic, aka slamdemic. The weekday average is now about three million. Since Adams and and Governor Kathy Hochul announced the new safety plan Friday, six people were stabbed or slashed in subway stations or trains, according to the New York Police Department. Two female teenagers were arrested in one of those attacks accused of slashing a 74 year old man in the face pushing him to the ground and taking his cell phone saturday afternoon after he argued with them for while they smoked on the train on monday the president's day holiday a 58 year old man was arrested on charges of going after another man with a hatchet around 12.30 a.m. in a Brooklyn subway stop where police were stationed. The victim who managed to dodge the swinging hatchet had asked why the attacker was starting, no, staring at him, police said. About two hours later, a man hit a woman in the face with a metal pipe aboard a subway train in the Bronx, police said. The woman who declined medical care told officers the man lashed out after asking her to stop talking with a friend of hers. No arrest has been made in, in that case. <sighs> Boy, this is crazy, man. All right. In other transit news, um, 
Okay. What's the one thing more challenging than running the sprawling New York City transit system? Dealing with people experiencing homelessness and mental health issues within the subways, according to, according to an agency executive. MCA Chief Customer Officer Sarah Mayer called on other parts of government to help the agency face with large numbers of unhoused New Yorkers seeking refuge underground, who they say are scaring other riders from returning to the system. The amount of time and effort MTA staff puts into this issue far outweighs the efforts that they are putting into transit at the moment. And that to me is a big red flag. Mayor told reporters during a press conference Wednesday, we need more resources and more support from city and state partners to be able to focus on our, our core mission, which is to deliver safe, reliable, and clean transportation, the transit officials added. Mayor, who is tasked with improving the rider experience on NCA's public transit, said officials spend an enormous amount of effort collecting data from frontline transit workers and connecting the the in, indigent to the city's homeless outreach contractor, the 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 Bowery Residence Committee, the, the Department of Homeless Services, and the Police Department. During Wednesday's monthly MTA board meeting. Members of the transit panel um, lamented at length about people setting up camp in trains and stations, and they drew a connection to recent spikes in some crimes, as well as the shocking incident of a homeless man who shoved strap hanger Michelle Alyssa Go to her death into an ongoing train at Times Square on January 15th, which I previously talked about in a previous episode already. Um, and yeah, they are afraid and sometimes I'm afraid. Mayor gave a presentation entitled Safety in the Subway, which included pictures of people sleeping on trains, shopping trolleys filled with their possessions, sitting on platforms and syringes littering the track bag damn syringes our customers right now don't feel safe on the subway mayor said they are afraid and sometimes i'm i'm afraid especially when i have my two young daughters with me she cited a fall rider survey saying that crime and cleanliness were the top concerns for commuters who have hesitated to return to the subways and buses. The transit leader urged the public to alert police or MTA staff if they see someone breaking the, the agency's rules of conduct, which critics have said unfairly target homeless people. We're asking if you see someone breaking these rules of conduct, please help us find Please help us by finding a police officer, she said. They are here to help. They are here to make you feel safe. Please don't be shy about seeking their help. Can cops can the cops help? 
Warren Holmes advocate criticized the MCA and the city's heavy reliance on cops to confront homeless people rather than focus on root causes like Gotham's lack of affordable housing and mental health care. Too often, there is a recognition that there are many people who are unsheltered in the transit system and then a knee-jerk reaction to utilize police as the primary response to the presence of unsheltered people, said Jacqueline Simone, policy director of Coalition for the Homeless. Mayor Adams early this month um, announced police would be an, an omnipresence in the system, raising the deployment of boys in blue in transit to record numbers by adding an extra 1,000 cops from the city's 77 precincts. Governor Kathy Hochul, who unveiled new state-funded outreach teams, dubbed safe options support in addition to the city contracted BRC. The, uh, okay, let's see where this is going. Hang on a minute here. Hang on, hang on, I'm sorry. Um, hold on a minute. Hey, what up, Broken Traditions and Robbie? Um, okay, what else? Okay, um, some 20 social workers will start entering the transit system this week, and the state will roll out up to 200 by the end of the year, Hope said in a Friday release. What are we actually going to do? MTA's newly minted chairperson and CEO, General Lieber, has praised the collaboration with NYPD's new Transit Bureau Chief, Jason Wilcox, and Hochul this week. But one board member said the massive transportation agency must take action, too. And, quote, what are we actually going to do more than talk? Because right now, it seems like a lot of talk said Frank Borelli of suburban Rockland County. I think over the next 30 days, we really should have an action plan of these are the things we're going to do and recommend and implement. Okay, a recent report in the city showed how smaller transit systems in Philadelphia, San Francisco, and Los Angeles have taken a different tack to the big app to the big apple by offering on-site services to help homeless people rather than focusing on booting them from the stations and trains in the city of brotherly love local transport agency septa opened a 11,000 square foot space dubbed hub of hope inside a station with bathrooms showers and free laundry service in partnership with a nonprofit. <laughs> Damn. Wait, I'm surprised food is not included. That's crazy. Yeah. When asked by AM New York Metro about any new proposals, the MTA could share that don't rely on law enforcement or state outreach workers. Lee reported to existing state drop-in centers near transit hubs like Penn Station and Grand Central and highlighted MTA workers cleaning stations and trains. 
I don't think that that's entirely fair to say that the MCA, just because we're a transportation agency that doesn't operate a social service excuse me, facility, is somehow not doing anything. The transit, big said. What we're trying to do is to cooperate with the professionals who are responsible for delivering social services and delivering law enforcement and to continue to protect our passengers and to deliver service for them. Simone countered the MTA had plenty of its own levers to pull without having to wait for larger schemes such as reopening their dozens of subway station bathrooms shuttered during the pandemic, a.k.a. slandemic. Something Lieber has said is not a priority. For too long, there's been this misguided idea that making the train and the transit system as inhospitable as possible for people who are unsheltered will somehow cause people to go elsewhere without recognizing that people often don't have somewhere else to go, she said. It's about looking at this all with more of a harm reduction lens, she added. So how can we meet people where they are at and treat them with respect, as opposed to viewing a human being as a problem that needs to be swept out of sight? Well, I could say this, though. It's a little tricky. And and for the most for the most part, um, I don't know, like it's kind of. It's kind of really it's really difficult for homeless people man, to actually, you know, figure out where to go, where they're going to where they're going to live and stuff. It's just. I see homeless people all the time by Jamaica Avenue, and sometimes I be seeing them by the the Jamaica bus terminal as well. And that shit kind of scares me because number one, because number one, I don't want to end up like them. Nobody wants to end up like them. And I'm pretty sure anyone out there who is doing their best to, you know, to work hard, save money, and all that other stuff. But you, but you know, it's kind of it's kind of difficult to escape the inevitable shit that's going to happen. Like you could prepare all you want, but but you can't prepare for the inevitable stuff that's about to happen randomly. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I don't want to feel like I have to be afraid and then prepare for everything knowing that I'm already afraid already. So, you know, you know, it is what it is, man. And we'll see what happens in the upcoming progress of what's going on in every train station. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, I do have another transit news story. Um, hold on a minute here. Before I get to the graffiti story, let's get to um before I get to the graffiti um before I get to the graffiti. Um so recently 
there's been a there's been another attack in the subway system, and this one takes place. This one takes place in Queens. So this idiot decides to hit somebody with a damn hammer. According to the New York Post, a woman has been charged with using a credit card belonging to the hero New York City health worker who was brutally beaten with a hammer and robbed on a Queens subway station staircase prosecutor set. Yeah, that's scary. I know that. <laughs> I know that shit is scary. Denise Alston, age 57 of St. Albans, Queens, was busted on Friday night, a day after the disturbing caught-on-video attack in front of a commercial strip on 21st Street, according to the Queens District Attorney's Office. Oh, my gosh. That has to be... That's crazy, man. This is crazy, man. And that kind of hurts. So, Austin made a $19 purchase with a blue credit card bearing the name of the victim, Nina Ross Child, age 57, prosecutors said. Police also recovered Ross Child's Chase Freedom Visa card, two department store cards, and the victim's New York City identification card in Austin's wallet, the DA's office said. Upon arrest, she was found with a cracked pipe on her, cops said. Austin initially told investigators that she found the victim's card on the street, but then confirmed she got it from someone named William, according to a criminal complaint. Ooh, boy. Austin then picked the hammer Attack suspect identified as William Blunt, Blount, age 57, out of a photo array, according to the complaint. Okay. You guys remember um, episodes ago, I actually said that, um, that there's good black folks and there, are black, and there are bad black folks. Well, guess what? In this case... The fucking idiot who decides to hit a damn innocent person with a fucking hammer is also the black idiot. And, you know, he he's a fucking idiot for this shit, though, man. And I, and I hate to say this, though, man. I'm not really I'm not really liking this story right there, man. So this this is just ridiculous, man. It's like my question to this is hold on a second what even possessions to even do some heinous shit like this man like come on now you're making other black people look bad by doing ridiculous dangerous shit like damn man like what did this what did this individual do to you to actually try to um kill her for some bullshit. Like, come on, man. Like, kill that fucking noise with that bullshit. Anyway, man. <laughs> anyway, Austin was charged with criminal possession of stolen property in the fourth degree of petit larceny, criminal possession of stolen property in the fifth degree, identity theft in the third degree, 
and criminal possession of a controlled substance in the seventh degree, prosecutors said. Ooh, Nelly. Her bail was set at $180,000 bond or $75,000 in cash. The DA said, if convicted, she could spend up to four years behind bars. Austin's connection to the alleged attacker, 57-year-old William Blount, and how she allegedly obtained the victim's belongings from him was unclear Tuesday morning. Blout, whose last known address in is in Lower Manhattan, was arraigned Monday on a six-count complaint charging him with attempted murder in the second degree, assault in the first degree, and criminal possession of a weapon, which is a hammer, in the third degree, prosecutors said. He resorted held without bail and faces up to 25 years behind bars if convicted. Okay, um, yeah, I always want I want to play this that this sound effect I actually did. This is like in regards to a person who do something stupid and they end up falling flat on their fucking face. His next court date is set for Thursday, the DA's office said. <laughs> I'm so, I had to play I had to play that sound effect, man. <laughs> I had to play that sound effect, man, to, to, to make my point, man, because it is like this guy right here who, who actually do some harm. <laughs> yeah, man, he's going to end up he gonna end up falling on his face anyway, man, like a damn pancake, man. So anyway, anyway, so Rob's child was headed home from her job as a research scientist with the new with the New York City Health Department when she was attacked at the Queens Plaza EM and R station around eleven twenty p.m. Thursday. Footage showed shows Blout allegedly creeping up behind Rothschild on the stairs and kicking her um, in what seemed like an attempt to make her fall. Then he then hit the scientist several times in the head and ran off with her blue tote bag the video shows. He met up with his uncle on 12th Street in Long Island City, Queens, after the attack, Anne said, I just did a lick. I needed to get some things, according to the criminal complaint. Rothschild was taken to um, Will Cornell Medical in critical condition. She suffered a fractured skull as well as an intracranial hemorrhage and bruising and swelling to her head, prosecutors said. Man, that sucks, man. That shit sucks. Hold on. That shit really sucks, man. So the victim's brother, um, Jerson Rothschild, told the Post Sunday night that his sister is indeed 
getting stronger by the day. Nina would be hopeful that the individual would get the treatment um, that he needs during his time of incarceration, he told the Post in an email. Blout, whose last known address is in Astoria, has a half dozen prior arrests, including on charges of robbery and criminal possession of a controlled substance, sources said. R records show he served time in the late 1980s for attempted criminal sale of controlled substance. More recently, he served 18 years behind bars on armed robbery and kidnapping charges in South Carolina, police sources said. This was a brutal, um, gratuitous attack, Queens DA Melinda Katz said of the hammer attack in a statement. As alleged, the, the defendant kicked the victim down a stairwell during a robbery and struck her repeatedly with a hammer and with um, such force that he fractured the woman's skull and caused other serious injuries. The subways are too integral to the lifeblood of our city for riders to be terrorized when using them. The violence has to stop. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That shit has to really, really, really stop, though. Uh, and the question is, when does it end? You know what I'm saying? And speaking of, speaking of, uh, when does it stop? We need to talk about the graffiti. Yes, the graffiti that's going on on subway trains and stuff. Now, let's see. New York City residents and tourists longing the longing for the days when the city's subway system doubled as an art exhibit may be in for a pleasant surprise. As the Metropolitan Transit Authority has reported a rise in graffiti on New York City trains, which decorated through some would say plagued the New York City transit system during this, the 70s and the 80s. <sighs> you know what this shit reminds me of? It reminds me of an old movie called The Warriors with the broken um with the broken window law or some shit. And then you 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 see in the movie you, you you see like you know certain certain buildings and certain walls being painted with graffiti and stuff. I mean you get the gist of this shit though, man. If you if you live in New York and you see graffiti, you you kind of get an idea on some stuff though. But you know <sighs> Let me see, because I know for I know for a fact that graffiti is considered art, right? But if you're doing it on a on a public property where people ride the trains and shit, that's not really art, man. You know what I'm saying? That's not really art, right there, man. <laughs> That's just like that's just just plain crazy and plain stupid. But it's like, you know, like I see graffiti on 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 the back of bus seats all the time. But you know, sometimes it's kind of hard to, it's kind of hard to like you know, it's kind of hard to keep you know certain um certain things certain things clean as far as like graffiti. Like it's crazy right now, man. Um. And you know, speaking of crazy, 
according to the New York Daily Daily News and MTA, there were 120 graffiti-related incidents on subway trains in January 2021, which was last year, a 21% increase compared to the same period last year. Reports also indicate an 8% rise from the total number of incidents that were recorded in 2020 when subway ridership was twice the current amount it is today prior to the COVID-19 slamdemic. Also, there has been an increase in the number of people going onto subway tracks with 163 recorded incidents in December 2021, nearly tripled the amount recorded by the MTA in July of last year. It's coming back strong, said a veteran transit worker who chose to remain anonymous. The speed of these kids is unbelievable. I can't believe how fast they do a whole train. Damn. Um, MTA spokesman Mike Cortez also chimed in on the matter. Vandalism is a crime. Yes, that's true. Yes, that's true. Yes, vandalism is a crime that hurts regular New Yorkers trying to get where they need to go, Cortez told the New York Daily News. It senselessly slows down commutes when trains need to be removed for cleaning, um, costs taxpayers money that otherwise could be used to improve service, and forces cleaners to work around the clock to undo damage to train cars. Okay. Yes, I do agree that vandalism is is a criminal offense. And there's the other side that has to do with, you know, art. Like, I can understand if you're doing graffiti on art pieces for like you know art museums or anything like that or something something related to hip-hop though you know what i'm saying but in this case that shit is a crime man and and i feel like you know it's going to really 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 it's going to really cause a lot of people who work for the NCA who clean those trains or whatever to actually do overtime to actually pick up the train um, cars and then put it into a shop. Like, that's crazy, man. Um. So, yeah. So, these are your transit news right there. Um. We're going to go into another segment right here, which has to do with... um which has to do, um, all right. So we're going to get into the whole Ukraine thing that's been going on in this segment right here, right now, called the chatting or the jazz right there. And yes, 
Of course, many of you may may have heard what's been going on in the Ukraine based on Russia's attack by Vladimir Putin. <sighs> Here we go. So Putin's forces attacked Ukraine. Ukraine's government said it faced a full-scale attack from multiple directions. World leaders condemned President Vladimir Putin's actions. Okay, this is crazy, man. This is nuts. This is what we're going to... This is crazy right here, man. Um. Okay, let's go here. Okay. Russian troops seized the strategically important city of Kherson, Ukrainian officials said, in a significant moment in the battle for the country's south. Whatever. Oh, boy. Read. No. The hell? Oh, my gosh. Hang on, folks. Um, hang on a second. Um, hold on. All right, um, need to okay. Um, all right, okay. Um, KYIV Ukraine, um, Russia pressed, um, its invasion of. Ukraine to the outskirts of the capital Friday after unleashing airstrikes on cities and military bases and sending in troops and tanks from three sides in an attack that could rewrite the global post-Cold War security order. Oh my gosh. Explosions sounded before dawn in um, Kyiv as Western leaders scheduled an emergency meeting and Ukraine's president pleaded for international help. The nature of the explosions was not immediately clear, but the blast came amid signs that the capital and largest Ukrainian city was increasingly threatened following a day of fighting that left more than 100 Ukrainians dead. Ukraine President um, Volo, um, Volodymyr Volensky said that the government had information that subversive groups were encroaching on the city and U.S. Secretary of State Ant- Antony Blinken said Kyiv could well be under siege in what U.S. officials believe is a brazen attempt by Russian President Vladimir Putin to dismantle the government and replace it with his own regime. Ah, boy. 
U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin told lawmakers on a phone call Thursday evening that Russian um, mechanized forces that entered from um, Belarus were about 20 miles from Kyiv, according to a person familiar with the call. The assault anticipated for weeks by the U.S. and Western allies and undertaken by Putin in the face of international condemnation and cascading sanctions amounts to the largest ground war in Europe since World War II. Damn. Russian missiles bombarded cities and military bases in the first day of the attack, and Ukraine officials said they had lost control of the decommissioned Chernobyl nuclear power plant, scene of the world's worst nuclear disaster. Civilians piled into trains and cars to flee, and patrons of a hotel uh, were directed into a shelter as explosions surrounded in Kyiv. Um, Russia has embarked on a path of evil, but Ukraine is defending itself and won't give up its freedom, Zelensky tweeted. His grasp on power increasingly tenuous, he called Thursday for even more severe sanctions than the ones imposed by Western allies and ordered a full military mobilization that would last 90 days. Zelensky said in a video address that 137 heroes, including 10 military officers, has had been killed and 316 people wounded. The dead included um, border guards on the Ziminyi Island in the Odessa region, which was taken over by Russians. <sighs> he concluded an emotional speech by saying that the fate of the country depends fully on our army, security forces, all of our defenders. He, he also said the country had heard from Moscow that they want to talk about Ukraine's neutral status. Biden was to meet Friday morning with fellow leaders of NATO governments in what the White House described as an extraordinary virtual summit to discuss Ukraine. U.S. President Joe Biden announced new sanctions against Russia, saying Putin chose this war and had exhibited a sinister view of the world in which nations take what they want by force. Other nations also announced sanctions or said they would shortly. It was always about naked aggression, about Putin's um, desire for um, empire by any means necessary, by bullying Russia's um, neighbors through um, coercion and corruption, by changing borders by force, and ultimately ch by choosing a war without a cause by instead. Blinken. Blinken said in television interviews that he was convinced that Russia was intent on overthrowing the Ukrainian government, telling CBS that Putin wants to reconstitute the Soviet empire and that Kyiv was already under, uh, under threat. And it could well 
be under siege. Fearing a Russian attack on the capital city, thousands of people went deep underground as night fell, jamming Kyiv's um, subway stations. At times, it felt almost cheerful. Families ate dinner, children played, adults chatted, people brought sleeping bags or dogs or crossword puzzles, um, anything to alleviate the waiting and the long night ahead. Ah, boy. But the exhaustion was clear on many faces and the worries. Nobody believed that this war would start and that they would take um, Kyiv directly, said Anton Moran, excuse me, um, um, Anton, I'm just, I'm just going to say the first name, Anton, um, waiting out the night in one of the old Soviet metro stations, I feel mostly fatigued. None of it feels real. The invasion began early Thursday with a series of missile strikes, many on key government and military installations, quickly followed by a three-pronged ground assault. Um, Ukrainian and U.S. officials said Russian forces were attacking from the east toward uh, Kharkiv, Ukraine's second largest city from the southern region of Crimea which Russia annexed in 2014 and from and from Belarus to the north. <sighs> Zelensky who had earlier cut diplomatic ties with Moscow and declared martial law appealed to global leaders saying that if you don't help us now if you fail to offer a powerful assistance to Ukraine tomorrow, the war will knock on your door. Though Biden said he had no plans to speak with Putin, the Russian leader did not. The Russian leader did have what the Kremlin described as a serious and frank exchange with French President Emmanuel Macron. Both sides claimed to have destroyed some of the other's aircrafts and military hardware, though little of that could be confirmed. Hours before, hours after, excuse me, the invasion began, Russian forces seized control of now unused um, Chernobyl plant and its surrounding exclusion zone after a fierce battle, presidential advisor, um, my halo portal yak told the associated press the vienna um based international atomic energy agency said it was told by ukraine of the takeover adding that um there had been no casualties or destruction at the industrial site the 1986 um, occurred when a nuclear reactor at the plant, 130 kilometers, 80 miles north of Kyiv, exploded, sending a radioactive cloud across Europe. The damaged reactor was later covered by a protective shell to prevent leaks. 
um, Aliona, advisor to the commander of Ukraine's um, ground forces, wrote on Facebook that staff members at the Chernobyl plant had been taken hostage. The White House said it was outraged by reports of the detentions. The Ukrainian Ministry of Defense issued an update saying that though the plant was like was likely captured, the country's forces had halted Russia's advance towards um um Chern and that it was unlikely that Russia had achieved its planned day one military um objectives. Um the chief of the NATO alliance, Janice um, Stoltenberg, said the brutal act of war shattered peace in Europe, joining a chorus of world leaders decrying an attack that could cause massive casualties and topple Ukraine's de- democratically elected government. <sighs> Boy. The conflict shook global financial markets, stocks plunged, and oil prices soared amid concerns that heating bills and food prices would skyrocket. Yeah, that's exactly um, that's exactly what I've been hearing from the Breakfast Club um that I heard the other day, or two days ago, if you will. Um, yeah, yeah, that part is true right there. Um, okay. Condemnation came not only from the U.S. and Europe, but from South Korea, Australia, and beyond, and many governments um, readied new sanctions. Even friendly leaders like Hungary, um, Viktor Orban, sought to distance themselves from Putin. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson said he aimed to cut off Russia from the UK's financial markets as he announced sanctions freezing the assets of all large Russian banks and planning to bar Russian companies and the Kremlin from raising money on British markets. Now, we see him for what he is, a bloodstained um, aggressor who believes in imperial conquest, Johnson said of Putin. Yes, he's a fucking evil villain. He's an evil villain, folks. Yes, he is. The U.S. sanctions will target Russian banks, um, oligarch, state-controlled companies, and high-tech sectors by a set, but they were designed not to disrupt global energy markets. Russian oil and natural gas exports are vital energy sources for Europe. Oh, boy. Zelensky urged the U.S. and West to go further and cut the Russians from the SWIFT program um, system, a key financial network that um, connects thousands of banks around the world. The White House has been reluctant to immediately cut Russia from SWIFT. Worried it could cause enormous economic problems in Europe and elsewhere in the West. Wow. Some nervous Europeans speculated 
about a possible new world war the u.s and its nato partners have shown no indication they would send troops into ukraine fearing a larger conflict nato reinforced its members in eastern europe as a precaution and biden said the u.s was deploying additional forces to germany to bolster nato <sighs> european authorities declared the country's airspace an active conflict zone after weeks of denying plans to invade putin launched the operation on the country the size of texas that has increasingly tilted toward the democratic west and away from moscow's sway the autocratic leader made clear earlier this week that he sees no reason for ukraine to exist raising fears of possible broader conflict in the vast space that the soviet union once ruled putin denied plans to occupy ukraine but his ultimate goal remains hazy ukrainians were um urged to shelter in place and not to panic until the very last moment i didn't believe it would happen i just pushed away these thoughts said a terrified anna um in kiev watching soldiers and police remove um sharp nail from an exploded shell we have lost all faith yeah hold on All right. Um, yeah. Um, where was I? Where was I? Oh. Wait. With social media amplifying a torrent of military claims and counterclaims, it was difficult to determine what is what exactly. No, excuse me, determine exactly what what was happening on the ground. Russia and Ukraine made competing claims about damage they had inflicted. Russia's defense ministry said it had destroyed sources of Ukrainian air bases, military facilities, and drones. It confirmed the loss of one of its Su-25 attack jets, blaming pilot error. It said in a and 26 transport plane had crashed because of technical failure killing the entire crew it did not say how many were aboard thank goodness i'm not in the military um okay russia said it was not targeting cities but journalists saw destruction in many civilian areas um yeah, I'm not too sure how I'm going to pronounce these names, but I'm just going to leave it at that, though, man. Look. Yeah, let me say something about this right there, real man. Hold on. Okay. Many people would probably be wondering, why should I care about all this and stuff? And as I actually looked into this article right here, um, 
you may think it may not affect you, but it does affect everybody in terms of the heat, in terms of the food, in terms of the gas prices. You just name it, man. I mean, it's just, it's insane, man. And for me, for me to see images of all these buildings that's being, that was destroyed. And, and of course, you know, I was reading somewhere that maybe what 112 people were, you know, wounded and, and like several people were killed. I was like, damn, man, like this shit is crazy. And you know what? I'm not going to stay on the story for too long because it's just too it's just too depressing to be, you know, staying on this shit, though, man. And I think it's important to actually, you know, like I said, in all these mental health check-ins and stuff, man, it's always important to treat uh, one another like like you want to be treated as far as, like, you know, kindness and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Um, And, <sighs> yeah. You know what? Um, I'm just ready to actually, you know. I want to flush this story, man. Okay. Um, I wanted to um actually, you know learn the difference between between the needs and the wants okay so need and want are two two words that we frequently use interchangeably but we but have you ever wondered whether there is any difference between the needs and wants although these two words are often used as synonyms there is an important difference between needs and wants, especially in the field of economic and finance. A need is an essential requirement or a necessity, whereas a want is a desire. The, the, the fulfillment of needs is essential for one's survival, whereas fulfillment of wants is not essential for one's survival. This is the main difference between needs and wants. Yeah. We're going to actually um um okay, so going to actually look at this chart right here between needs versus the wants. Let's take a look to see how much time I have here. Yep. Yeah, we're going to wing this, man. All right, let's let's do this. Um so the needs section okay needs are necessities or essentials essential for survival do not change over time non-fulfillment can lead to adverse outcomes all individuals have the same basic needs and the wants section is once our desires not essential for survival change over time non-fulfillment may result in mental dis distress once may differ according to different individuals okay what are needs? Needs are the basic requirements and necessities that are essential for your survival. In other words, they are the things you have to have or cannot do without. So what are the basic needs for a human being's survival? As we all know, 
a human being cannot survive without oxygen, water, and food. In addition to these three elements, there are some other needs that are essential to live a healthy and happy life. Some of these needs include basic healthcare products, clothing, tools to work, and protective housing. Needs can be classified into two types, subjective needs and physical needs. The above described needs, such as food, water, and clothing, belong to physical needs. These are the basic needs of psych... Um, um, of physiological needs of a human being. Subjective needs are the psychological needs of an individual. These include self-esteem, sense of security, and love. Failure to fulfill needs may cause a clear adverse outcome. It can lead to severe mental or physical illness. In some cases, inability to meet needs may also result in death. What are wants? Wants are desires. Wants are the things that you would like to have, but they are not essential to your survival. Every person has his own set of desires or wants. A big house, fancy food, branded clothes, a new car, trip to a foreign country, etc., are some of the wants that many people have. Wants can change over time. For example, when you were a child, you might have wanted to buy a a big toy castle. But as you grow older, your tastes and preferences change. So your desires change with them. Although the inability to fulfill a want may not cause death or physical illness. It may result in mental distress, which is true. If you are not sure whether the thing you desire is a need or want, all you have to do is ask yourself the question, can I survive without this? If it is a need, the answer would be no. And if it was a want, the answer would be yes. So, there you go on the differences between needs and wants, all right? Um, now, we are going to go into, we're going to go into the story. Hold on. Hold on. Now, I didn't know it was Mardi Gras yesterday. So we're gonna get into the 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 idea of what Mardi Gras is about and what the story pertains. Right? So bear with me, folks. All right. So Mardi Gras is a Christian holiday and popular cultural phenomenon that dates back thousands of years to pagan spring and fertility rites, also known as Carnival or Carnival. It's celebrated in many countries around the world, mainly those with large Roman Catholic populations on the day before the religious season of Lent begins. Brazil, Venice, and New Orleans play host to some of the holiday's most famous um, public festivities, drawing thousands of tourists and revelers every year. 
When is Mardi Gras? Mardi Gras is traditionally celebrated on Fat Tuesday. <laughs> what the hell is Fat Tuesday? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I need to look this up. What the hell is... Wait, hold on. Hold on a second, folks. Let's look this up. What is Fat Tuesday? This is... <laughs> oh, shit. This is so funny, man. What the hell is Fat Tuesday? Uh, I'm really... Oh, my gosh. Fat Tuesday. Wait, I don't know. Okay, why is it called Fat Tuesday? Gee whiz. Fat Tuesday meaning. Hold on a minute here. Okay. Today is Fat Tuesday. What? <laughs> but what is the meaning of it and how did it get? How did the holiday guy's name? Of course, today, March 1st, which was yesterday, is also known as Mardi Gras or Shrove Tuesday and Pancake Day in the UK. Damn, Pancake Day? Damn. It is one one day before Ash Wednesday, which marks the beginning of the Christian fasting period, blah, blah, blah. What is Shrove Tuesday and what does it mean? You mean Fat Tuesday? Shrove Tuesday is the day before Ash Wednesday, blah, blah, blah. Um, which is known as the first day of Lent in Christianity. I'm not a Christian. <laughs> I'm not a fucking Christian, man. The phrase Shrove comes from the English word shriven, which means to confess one's sins, usually to a priest. Man, listen. Pancake Day is celebrated in several countries, including the UK, the US, Germany, Italy, and Sweden. Okay, okay, Pancake Day. <laughs> Shrub Tuesday uh, falls on a different day every year because it is always 47 days before Easter Sunday, which is April 17th in 2022. Okay, I'm out to, oh boy. Uh, okay, Fat Tuesday meaning explain. The name of Mardi Gras, which is a celebratory carnival, is of French origin and translates to Fat Tuesday. The fat in the name of the holiday refers to the consumption of fatty foods during the festival before some of them are forbidden during the fasting period. During Lent, People abstain themselves from eating meat and the fasting period traditionally lasts 40 days before Easter. Mardi Gras falls on a different day every year because it is always 47 days before Easter Sunday, which is April 17th in 2022. In the UK, this year's Easter holiday is from April 15th to April to Monday, April 18th. Fat Tuesday is celebrated with a festival across different cities in the U.S. and Carnival is very popular in Louisiana. Um, yeah. Yeah, so there you go on the, uh, on the, uh, um, Fat Tuesday meeting. Now, 
Um, before I continue, I need to look up the whole Pancake Day thing. Pancakes Day. Hold up. What is Pancakes Day? What is Pancakes Day? This is this is really interesting. Um, <laughs> shit, man. What is Pancake Day, and why do we celebrate it? Hmm. Actually, okay. Pancake Day or Shrub Tuesday is the traditional feast day before the start of Lent on Ash Wednesday. Lent, the 40 days leading up to Easter, was traditionally a time of fasting. And on Shrub Tuesday, Anglo-Saxon Christians went to confession and were shriven. Okay. Uh, okay. Um. All right. So, okay. Shrub Tuesday represents the final day for Christians to indulge in certain foods before the fasting period of Lent. This is why pancakes are seen as the best way to use up their remaining fatty ingredients before giving them up over the lengthy period of time. Well, okay. All right. That's uh, that's pretty much what this is. Now we can continue where we left off, which is, uh, okay. All right. Here we go. Um, all right, what was I? Yes, so, um, okay, so Mardi Gras is traditionally celebrated on Fat Tuesday, the Tuesday before Ash Wednesday, and the start of Lent in many areas. However, Mardi Gras have, has evolved into a week-long festival. Mardi Gras 2022 will fall on a Tuesday, March 1st, following two years of canceled events due to the COVID-19 slamdemic celebrations in New Orleans are scheduled to proceed in 2022. What is Mardi Gras? Mardi Gras is a tradition that dates back thousands of years to pagan celebrations of spring and fertility, including the uh, ruckus Roman festivals of, of Saturnalia and Lupercalia. When Christianity uh, arrived in Rome, religious leaders decided to incorporate these popular um, local traditions into the new faith. An Easter task, then abolishing them altogether. As a result, the axis and um, debauchery of the Mardi Gras season became a prelude to Lent, the 40 days of fasting and Penance between Ash Wednesday and Easter Sunday. That shit is a long ass time, man. That shit is a long ass time. Um, along with Christianity, Mardi Gras spread from Rome to other European um countries, including France, Germany, Spain, and England. What does Mardi Gras mean? Mardi is the French word for Tuesday, and Gras means fat. In France, the day before Ash Wednesday came to be known as Mardi Gras or Fat Tuesday, um, 
Traditionally, in the days leading up to Lent, merrymakers would binge on all the rich, fatty foods, meat, eggs, milk, lard, and cheese. I don't know what lard is, folks, so don't fucking ask me that. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, man. Um, the word carnival, another common name for the pre-Lenten festivities, also derives from this feasting tradition and medieval, oh no, <laughs> medieval Latin, um, uh, what is it, uh, carnilivarian, carnilivarian means to take away or remove meat from the Latin, um, condom for meat, cheese whiz. New Orleans Mardi Gras. The first American Mardi Gras took place on March 3rd, 1699, when French explorers Pierre Limonier um, and, and Sieur de Bienville landed near present-day New Orleans, Louisiana. They held a small celebration and dubbed their landing spot Point du Mardi Gras. In the decades followed, New Orleans and other French settlements began marking the holiday with street parties, mass balls, and lavish dinners. When the Spanish took control of New Orleans, however, they abolished these rowdy rituals, and the bands remained in force until Louisiana became a U.S. state in 1812. On Mardi Gras in 1827, a group of students donned colorful costumes and danced through the streets of New Orleans, emulating the revelry they'd observed while visiting Paris. Ten years later, the first recovered New Orleans Mardi Gras parade took place, a tradition that continues to this day. In 1857, a secret society of New Orleans businessmen called the Mystic Crew of Comus organized a torch-lit Mardi Gras um, procession with marching bands and floats, setting the tone for the future public celebrations in the city. Since then, crews have remained a fixture of the carnival scene, Throughout Louisiana, other lasting customs include throwing beads and other trinkets, wearing masks, decorating floats, and eating king cake. Mmm. Louisiana is the only state in which um, Mardi Gras is a legal holiday. However, elaborate carnival festivities draw crowds in other parts of the United States during the Mardi Gras season as well, including Alabama and Mississippi. Each region has its own events and traditions. Mardi Gras all around the world. Across the globe, pre-Lenten festivals continue to take place in many countries with significant Roman Catholic populations. Brazil's week-long carnival festivities feature a vibrant um. Emigrant of European, African, and Native traditions. In Canada, Quebec cities host the giant Quebec Winter Carnival. In Italy, tourists flock to Venice um, Carnival, which dates back to the 13th century and is famous for 
It's Masquerade Balls. <laughs> Known as um Carnival. Fast Fastnack or Fasting. The German celebration includes parades, costume balls, and a tradition that empowers women to cut off men's ties. For Denmark's Fastoven, um, children dress up and gather candy in a similar manner to Halloween, although the parallel ends when they ritually flock their um, parents on Easter Sunday morning. Hmm. Okay. Okay, that was your Mardi Gras thing. Um, we're gonna go to another story. Um, hold on a second. Let me make sure I didn't miss anything. Um, no, I didn't miss anything. We're gonna go into a story in regards to um Sony. All right. So this is what's going on here. I'm not sure. Hold on a second, folks. Hold on a minute here. Um. So, all right. This is according to USA Today. Um. All right. Microsoft isn't the only video game giant dropping big money on acquisitions. Sony, which makes the PlayStation, um, announced a deal to buy video game studio Bungie for $3.6 billion. The independent studio not only makes the popular online action game Destiny, but also um, created Halo, the franchise that helped fuel the rise of Microsoft's rival Xbox platform. <sighs> um, the independent studio not only makes the popular online action game Destiny, but also created... Yeah, yeah I already read that part. Oh, Destiny. Destiny is currently available on both PlayStation and Xbox, as well as PCs, and Google Stadia. In a statement, Bungie, no, Bungie, <laughs> hence the game will remain on all its current platforms. We will continue to independently publish and creatively develop our games, said the studio in a statement. We will continue to drive one unified Bungie community. Our games will continue to be where our community is wherever they choose to play. For Sony, if the deal is approved, it would provide a significant boost to the PlayStation 5, which launched in 2020, uh, two, two years ago. Bungie has created and continues to evolve some of the world's most beloved video game franchises and by aligning its values with people's desire to share gameplay experiences they bring together millions of people around the world said Kenichiro Yoshida 
chairman, president, and CEO of Sony Group Corporation in a statement. In its statement, Bungie said the deal would help accelerate plans to hire talent to work on Destiny and other future games. The deal comes week after Microsoft announced plans to acquire um, Activision Blizzard. The creators of the franchises, including Call of Duty and World of Warcraft, in a deal worth sixty-eight point billion—no, excuse me, sixty-eight point seven billion dollars. While PlayStation owners shouldn't immediately worry about losing their Activision Activision games once the deal is done, it's likely the publisher creates new experiences only for PC and Xbox. Meanwhile, earlier this year, Take-Two Interactive, which makes the Grand Theft Auto series, said it would buy Farmville maker um, Zynga in a deal worth, get this, $12.7 billion. That's actually, wow. Yeah, that's actually that's actually good, man. You know, that's actually a good thing, though. But um, I'm gonna actually um post a question to the gamers out there and stuff um after I get off the air and stuff. Um, so we'll see. So we'll see what's going on. I'll try to keep track of this story. If there's any more developments, I will actually bring it to you. Um, so yeah, there we go, right there. Uh, let's see. Now, before we even go to um the wild out thing, Bane the Butcher. <laughs> okay, Bane the Butcher, according to TMZ, is a is a suspect in a grand theft case. After he after the victim at the uh, after the alleged victim claims he made off with some of her super expensive jewelry, TMZ has learned. Law enforcement sources confirmed to TMZ a few weeks ago, the rapper was sharing a room with a lady at the SLS Hotel in Beverly Hills. When a woman woke up, Benny and her earrings were gone. Um, Earrings, she says, are valued around 10K. Which means ten grand. Which means ten grand, folks. Um, we're told Benny and the woman were the only ones in the room when she called him. Says she says he admitted to taking the earrings and promised he would return them. Well, a few weeks went by, and the woman was still earringless. In fact, she says she changed his story, claiming the earrings were lost. Man, the woman has now filed a police report naming Benny as the thief. Okay, so we reached out to Mr. Mr. The Butcher, and so far there's no comment. Like, what the hell? Are you serious? And he, and he just did an interview with The Breakfast Club not too, like, weeks ago, man, like, like on some real shit. That's crazy, man. 
I don't know. This is this is nuts. And I'm gonna actually, you know, and I'm actually gonna do this actually, man. For somebody to do some shit like that, man, you're gonna end up falling flat on your face big time, man. All right. <laughs> I had to do it, man. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. And speaking of, speaking of falling flat on your face. Actually, the opposite of foreign fly in your face, man. We need to congratulate Nick Cannon for the 300th episode of Wildin' Out. All right. Host Nick Cannon will embark on a 23-city Wildin' Out comedy tour beginning May 20th in Atlanta. Nick Cannon's hit comedy series, Wild and Out, is celebrating its 300th episode. Fans can catch this special episode, which also marks an all, the all-new season 17 premiere on VH1 um, February 22nd at 8 p.m. Eastern Pacific Time, which already started. New episodes will air Tuesdays and Wednesdays in the coming months. As part of the Wild and Out's three-week partnership with Super League Gaming, a, a live Metaverse game experience dubbed Wild Out Metaverse Remix will launch immediately after the premiere at 9 p.m. Eastern. Players will be able to freestyle rap via Mind Hut, Super League's Minecraft community, and jokingly diss Nick Cannon. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, Wild Out is one of the one of our most creative show formats, so it's an ideal series to explore interactive ways in which audiences can engage and make creative um, decisions while ex experiencing the show. Um, Jason White, Chief Marketing Officer at MTV Entertainment Group, said in a statement, we are excited to partner with Super League Gaming as we continue to drive entertainment forward. Each episode will be will see Team Old School face off against Team New School, hosted by Nick Cannon. Season 17 is packed with special appearances and performances by fan favorite artists, including Fat Joe, Wyclef, Tommy Davidson, Saucy Santana, <laughs> Saucy Santana, <laughs> Naughty by Nature, Miles Brown, Darius McCreary, GEZ, um, Cassie Cole, Belly, <laughs> Dream Doll, Sp Spice, Kelsey Plum, <laughs> and Dorica Hamby, Jimmy Allen, Lisa Ray. D Smoke, GI, the Prince of New York, 
Maxo Cream. <laughs> Baby Tate, who was um the 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 the, the, the singer that was in the 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 uh, the Jid video um surround sounds um and uh who else who else is in here ESTG James Davis Donna Rollins Dave East Kid and Play Mariah the Scientist <laughs> not the math scientist folks <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit. Uh Blue, Hitman Holla, Eric Bellinger, Jan Puder, and more. Cannon will also embark on a national 23 City Wild Not Live Tour beginning May 20th in Atlanta with, with stops in Boston, Chicago, New Orleans, Houston, Las Vegas, and Los Angeles. The tour will conclude on July 2nd in New Jersey's Atlantic City. Tickets are available for purchase via Live Nation. See the complete list of dates for the 2022 Nick Cannon Presents While and Out live tour below and watch the official teaser for the Series 300 episode. So, here's the list. Listen to this. Friday, May 20th, Atlanta, Georgia, um, South Arius, um, Amphitheater, Amphi Theater at Lakewood, Saturday, May 21st, Jacksonville, Florida, Vistar Veterans Memorial Arena, Sunday, May 22nd, West Palm Beach, I think Financial Amphi Theater, Friday, May 27th, Virginia Beach, Virginia, Veterans United Home, Loans, Amphi Theater, at Virginia Beach. Saturday, May 28th, Columbia, um, Columbia, uh, what is it? Maryland? Yeah. Columbia, Maryland, yeah. Um, Meriwether Post Pavilion. Sunday, May 29th, Charlotte, North Carolina, PNC Music Pavilion. Thursday, June 2nd, um, One Talk, New York, Northwell Health at Jones Beach Theater. Friday, June 3rd, Homedale, New Jersey, P- PNC Bank Arts Center. Saturday, June 4th, 2022, this year, Hartford, Connecticut, the Xfinity Theater. Sunday, June 5th, Boston, Massachusetts. Xfinity Center, Friday, June 10th, 2022, Cincinnati, Ohio, River no, River Band Music Center, Saturday, June 11th, Chicago, Illinois, Hollywood Casino, Amphi Theater, um, Sunday, June 12th, Indianapolis, um, Indiana, uh, Ruoff Music Center, Friday, June 17th, New Orleans, Louisiana Smoothie King Center, Saturday, June 18th, 2022, Houston, Texas, Cynthia Woods, Mitchell Pavian, Sunday, June 19th, Dallas, Texas, Dust Equipivian, Thursday, June 23rd, Sacramento, California, Toyota Amphi Theater, Saturday, June 24th, 
Friday, June 24th, Concord, um, Concord, California, Concord Pavilion. Sorry about the tongue tie. Um, Saturday, June 25th, Las Vegas, Nevada, MGM Grand Garden Arena. Sunday, June 26th, Los Angeles, California, Crypto.com. I don't know why they called that shit. That, that shit is so fucking corny to me. <laughs> That's so fucking corny, man. Um, Thursday, June 30th, Detroit, Michigan, DTE Energy Music Theater. Friday, July 1st, Cleveland, Ohio, Blossom um, Music Center. And last but not least, Saturday, July 2nd, Atlantic City, New Jersey, Jim Whelan Broadwalk Hall. All right. So there you go right there, man. Um, I do want to do one more thing, man. Um, I do want to do one more thing, though, in honor of, okay, Nick Cannon, new business venture for Wild and Out. All right. Um. Okay, now I've been uh, lately. I've been watching his um his talk show, and he talked about Nick Cannon talked about um having a business in in honor of Juan now celebrating the three hundred episode of the three hundred episode of his show. So Nick Cannon is a black owned translator and. And this is Black-Owned Trendsetter Shoutouts. All right, here we go. Yes, you heard it first. Nick Cannon has a business. I'm gonna break. I'm gonna break this down right now to you guys right here. So here we go. Nick Cannon, actor, producer, television personality, and entrepreneur, just had a grand opening for his two-story entertainment venue named Wild and Out. The new business venture merges a restaurant, sports bar, and arcade in the heart of San Diego's bustling um, gas lamp quarter. This this entertainment concept is also referred as a entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> entertainment wow wow <laughs> that's a new one right there oh man <laughs> that's a new one right there though man entertainment <laughs> destination okay <laughs> all right um, Nick Cannon toured his longtime MTV series Wild and Out show that began in 2005 into a location where people can come enjoy themselves from having a variety of theme nights, food, and signature drinks. The city of San, San Diego and Nick Cannon celebrated the grand opening of Wild and Out with a ribbon cutting in front of the location with fans and lit crowd. Nick Cannon and some of MTV's Wild and Out 
podcast, Justina Valentine and Hitman Holler arrived to celebrate this new venture for Wild and Out. Nick Cannon had artist Rob Pryor hand-painted murals throughout the space, paying homage to several hip-hop legends. Wild and Out will have regular features, performances by comedians, popular DJs, and guests who will make surprise appearances along with Nick Cannon and the Wild and Out crew. They are set to have exciting experiences any day of the week. Wild and Out will offer several weekly themed nights like Talking Spit Tuesday and specials. Cannon's menu for his entertainment <laughs> consists of classic American dishes and their own signature food like the Wild and Out Burgers. One of the burgers named WNO burger consists of a black Angus beef patty topped with cheddar cheese, WNO sauce, lettuce, pickles, tomatoes, and crispy shoestring, <laughs> shoestring onions <laughs> atop a um um brioche bun. Fans can also enjoy fresh beer battered lobster fried. Um, crispy and served with waffle fries. Ooh, waffle fries. That's it. That's very interesting, right there. <laughs> One thing that stuck out about their menu options were their signature drinks, especially the two-gallon party bucket named the Big Cloud. This cocktail is made with terramine. No, hold on. T. Romana Tequila Blanco, Maker's Mark, Lemonade Peach and Blue Raspberry Lemonade, Kool-Aid garnished with fresh pineapple, lemons, cherries, and tiki umbrellas. WNO Signature Punch is also another two-gallon cocktail option made with citrus vodka, cherry vodka, orange vodka, and of course, your favorite fruit punch, Kool-Aid. Wow. Yes. Yes, man. Yes, we have to we have to actually um uh, yeah, we got to give some props, man. Props to Nick Cannon and of course, you know, um if you guys in this if you guys in the California area like San Diego, um of course, um I suggest you guys go check it out. Check out the menu, check out the place. And I'm pretty sure he's going to actually try to expand it to New York, probably in, somewhere in Harlem. I don't know exactly, but if I see any any information in regards to the, the location in New York as far as Harlem or whatever it is um, in Manhattan, um, I will bring it to you guys. So, Congratulations to Nick Cannon and his success. Okay, folks. I think it's about that time to actually wrap up the show right here. Um, so if you like what you heard in today's episode 121, or any previous episodes whatsoever, please feel free to make a charitable donation to my cash app, which is dollar sign G Money Stacks 555. 
That's dollar sign, capital G, lowercase M-O-N-E-Y, capital S, lowercase T-A-C-K-Z, 555. Once again, it's not about bringing the bank. It's all about doing what you can on whatever amount of money you are comfortable of donating will be appreciated. All right. Um, um, let's see. Um, I'd like to go to another segment that I'd like to call. Hold on a second, folks. Um, okay. So I'd like to go to a segment that I'd like to call. Um, what is it? Um, hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah, here we go. Yes. So this is podcast free game mechanisms. Kitty charms for podcast free game mechanisms. Yes, this is this is the segment where I actually inform you guys in terms of you know people who are interested in creating a podcast and would like to you know be like me who has three shows underneath of my belt. I'm going to actually inform you of the types of equipment that you're going to need. So first things first, folks, you need headphones. And you also need a microphone. Now, it, it, it doesn't have to be anything too expensive, man. You know what I mean? It could be it could be in a, 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 a Yeti microphone, and it could be an Alvoxcon A800 microphone, which is where I bought it from Target. Um, you can find microphones in Target, Best Buy. You can find it in... Um, Amazon, and you can find it in Walmart as well. And of course, if you have a if you have an interesting, unique title for your podcast, you know, make sure it's a name that nobody has ever heard before. Um, which is important. And of course, the key to podcasting is about confidence and and being you know energetic. You know what I'm saying? And of course, you know, consistency. Consistency is important. And um and yeah. And you know, don't let the don't let the uh analytics of numbers um you know get you down as far as anything. Sure you may not have an you may not have a lot of subscribers to your YouTube channels and your um and other places and stuff like that as far as social media like an Instagram or whatever. But the the number of followers, remember, the number of followers do not define who you are as a person. You know what I'm saying? It does not define who you are and it doesn't define your success because success comes from inside of yourself you understand what i'm saying now this is where i segue to Streamyard. now you can create an account with Streamyard um by putting your email address 
all the podcast email address on there. So you can actually, you know, get an idea on how to do this. So I'm going to actually set this, set this up for you guys with some guidance right here. Um, you, you, um, you first type either email address on there and you're going to see a button that says get login code. When you press that, the people from StreamYard is going to send you six numbers. All right. Six numbers as a login code. When you type in those numbers, you should be good to go on trying to set up the time and the days of when you want to actually um, live stream on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook. Um, I don't use LinkedIn. Um, so, um, yeah. So StreamYard, for those of you who may not know what it is, this is basically a, a, um, a software that I use to um, connect my my three YouTube channels, which is G Money Stacks 555, um, with all the um, New York episodes on there, and of course, um, excellent, fun, vibrant podcast, meticulous, vibe juice podcast, of course, and of course, um, with Streamyard. It allows you to um, create your own brand, create banners for you to actually, um, you know, provide talking points. The name of the show that you see right here, of course, the display name of my name, of course, which is G Money Stacks, of course. And, of course, um, another thing with StreamYard is that um, you get to send invite links to people. Uh, when you send invite links to people that have your email addresses, phone numbers, Instagram handles, and whatnot, when they click on one of your, when they, when they click on one of the link, if they click the link, um, and I see, and I see the person that's coming into the StreamYard studio, I am going to add you to the live stream so that way you can chat with me about the topics that's being discussed, um, whatever it is, though, man, you know what I'm saying. And for the most, for the most part, though, man, you know what I mean. Um, for the most part, um, you get to invite up to six people. You know what I'm saying in the free version. Um, you know what I mean, and that's what I'm using. I'm using the free version right now. Um, so it's basically going to save you some money. Um, you know what I mean. So there, there you have it, right there, man. Um, that's for StreamYard, of course, and of course, make sure you, um, follow your dreams and make sure you, um, pick the days that you are going to be recording your podcast episodes. Um, and, and yeah, it's okay for you to take breaks, but don't do too long of a break though, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, it could be it could be maybe days, but it don't have to be too long of a break, though, man. That's too long. Um, I know everybody's different, but for me, I don't want to be too far behind on things. So, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah.
So yeah, there you have it right there, though. Um, yeah, there you have it right there. Um, I want to do one more, one more segment right here, and that's. I'm gonna do one more segment right here, and that's um, stream choices on the go. Here we go. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, sorry about that. Hold on. Let me do that again. Yes, and you guys know what it is. This is the last segment of the show where we actually, um, where I actually tell you and inform you where you can actually, um, basically listen to the podcast episodes and stuff like that. Um, First and foremost, let's get to the social media handles. You can follow me at um, 17 Live G Money Stacks, Queens, New York. Um, you can follow the show, which is Off the Meat Rack Chains New York Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, alongside with my other podcast shows, which is Excellent Fun Vibrant Podcast, Sports Edition Show, and and make sure you follow Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast on there. And turn on your notifications. It's very important that you turn on your notifications so that way you'll be able to um, get a better idea on how to basically um, get in tune with the live stream of when I'm going on the air with my recording. So here we go. Um... I'm gonna mention a whole list of um a whole list of links and apps. So you guys with your Android, with your Android tablets, your iPads, your Android iPhone, your um iPhones and your Android phones right there. So listen to this. As I list all the all the apps and links for you to download, starting with Anchor. Audible, Audacity, Amazon Music, Breaker, Castbox FM, Deezer, Listen Notes, Moon FM Podcast, Player FM, Pocket Cast, Podfriend, Podorama, Podo Polo, Podcast Addict. No, hold on. Hold on a second. I'm reading the wrong thing. I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry about that. Um, that's not what I meant to do. Um, hold on a minute. That's not what I meant to do. So sorry about that. Um, anyway, man. Yeah, I said Anchor, Audacity, Audible. Um, I didn't mention um Audible. Of course, Audible is included. Amazon Music, Breaker, Cashbox, Deezer. Listen notes, Moon FM podcast, Player FM, Pocket Cast, Pod Bay, Pod Friend, Pod Polo, Podorama, um, Podcast Index, Podcast Addict, Pod Chaser, Podverse, Reason FM, Spotify. Don't forget to um leave a five star rating on Pod Chaser, Pod Friend, and Spotify. 
We are also on Reason FM. I already mentioned that. We are on Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and don't forget to listen to Off the Meat Rack Chain's New York podcast on Radio Public, iHeartRadio, and also if you have any questions for me, and if you and if you have any thoughts on what you thought about today's topics, what you thought about um, what's going on in the Ukraine or any other topics whatsoever. I did add a way for you to actually um, do that. Um, in the link where it says Linktree slash GMoneyStacks555, the first thing you're going to see is off the Meat Rack Chain's New York podcast voice message. So what you want to do, you click on that and you're going to, and it's going to take you to the page where it's at, where it has the, where it has the, uh, the button online that says message you click on there and it's going to show you like a box on there so what you want to do um is make sure you download the anchor app on your androids your iphones your ipads and your android tablets so you could be able to leave a um, voicemail message on any questions your thoughts and talks, opinions, and facts of what you thought of the topics, uh, whatever it is, though, man, you know what I mean? Feel free to do that. And last but not least, the YouTube. You go on the YouTube, grab the subscribe button. Make sure you tap the noti noti bell so you can be reminded when the show goes in the air via live stream. Leave a like and a comment. Stay tuned for more video content, upcoming episodes, previous episodes, download your favorite episodes, share the videos, share the episodes, tell a friend to another friend, and of course, don't forget to share the podcast along with all your streaming platforms with the link that says linktree slash gmoneystacks555, and, and yeah. Um, yeah, so that's gonna do it from that's gonna do it, man. Yo, listen, be kind to one another in 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 the time of need and stuff. So um, you know, you may never know what um your wives, your husbands, your girlfriends and boyfriends and friends might be going through. And also, um, you know, don't let anybody stop you from chasing your goals and dreams, especially especially when it comes to um, doing um independent podcasting, of course. Now, you want you 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 only want to do this to make yourself happy, not the corporations of media productions, not the corporations of producers and engineers and all these other people and stuff like that with their high expectations. It's not about them. It's about you. You matter mentally physically and spiritually that's what matters right here you know what i'm saying i know you feel me um so yeah yeah that's gonna do it for me um i'm g money stacks thank you very much for listening and tuning in and rocking with me 
I really appreciate every single one of you, especially all over the world, especially Canada, the USA, Long Island, aka Strong Island, the five boroughs of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, and Queens. I really appreciate you for taking the time to hear me out on some stuff. So, um, and if you guys um, are curious of what um, what particular topics are going to be discussed in the next episode, you would have to stick around for tomorrow. All right, tomorrow I will be back with the next episode. I'll see you guys tomorrow on the next episode. And you know, make sure you have your water, your your soap. Make sure you have your um. Make sure you have your hand sanitizer, your bottled water, Gatorade for electrolytes for um, energy and strength. And of course, um, of course, anytime you are out there in the cold weather, make sure you have yourself warm, hot cup of tea with lemon or lime, of course, honey, some ginger, and, of course, some hot chocolate milk. And if you have any marshmallows, feel free to add that as well. So, um, that's the installation of inspiration, folks. Remember that. I ain't going to take off right now, man. I'm off this shit. So, thank you very much to every single one of you for listening to me and hearing me out. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace and one love, and have yourselves a good night. Hold on a minute. Listen, folks, if you like what you heard, I need your help on a couple things. If you like to support Off the Meat Rat Chains New York podcast, you can show some love by following the show on Facebook and Instagram with the same name at Off the Meat Rat Chains NY Podcast, O-F-F-T-H-E-M-E-A-T-R-A-C-K-C-H-A-I-N-Z. N-Y-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, alongside with my primary Instagram handle, GMoneyStacks555 in Queens, New York. And go to the YouTube channel, GMoneyStacks555. Be sure to click the subscribe button 
grab the notification bell so you can be reminded on when the show goes in the air live via live stream. More video content, upcoming episodes, previous episodes that will automatically be posted after the recordings. Like, comment on the episodes with the topics, share the videos, download your favorite episodes, rate, spread the word to a friend, to other individuals. Please be sure to share the podcast with audio streaming choices to your friends. The audio streaming services includes Anchor, Audio Burst, Breaker, Deezer, Listen Notes, Player FM, Pocket Cast, Podbay, Podfriend, Podcast Addict, Podorama, Podchaser, Reason FM, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. I'm G Money Stacks, and thank you, listeners and watchers, for tuning into the podcast. One love.